2: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super, super welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Hey, Benny. How are you? Hi, doing well, Pat. Thanks. So, you know, Hollywood. um, Which we all dream about. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which we all dream about. Uh, Hollywood, but also some of the uh, Sony companies from China, Asia, right? They have all, about 10 years ago, I think it's about 10, they caught on to what most of us grew up with. And that is, you know, the idea of, uh, and now I'm talking about the Marvell comic book series, that universe, the Norse gods, Thor in particular. But through their eyes, what happened was this very little talked about notion of Odin and the nine realms wasn't even an idea unless you're like Linda and her family, and they're from Norway, right? So the idea of speaking about the the Norse gods and goddesses and realms hit us through Hollywood. And what's fascinating about that is this new educational format came to the forefront, but yet very little was known the one factor that was brought to all of us had to do with worthiness i don't know if you remember this but the the first thor production was all about thor not being worthy enough of good character to be able to hold at that time the hammer right so today you know, our fascination with this is more than a fascination. What it's become is even more than a curiosity, because it's now become something we want to understand more about, you know, about the mysticism, about these gods, about the realms, you know, about the magic, about the runes, about what this means. And many of you have, have, have listened to the show, and you know, that I've had Sonia Grace on the show before, and we've talked about the many, many things she does, but also, you know, how she moves through different aspects of spirit and spirit messaging and tra- spirit travelers and all of this. But beyond that, you know, she is a mystic, a healer, an artist, a storyteller, um, and Norwegian is also very important to her. But when I think about Sonia, I think about the many names that you know she has acquired energy surgeon, remote healer, all of that. And so today, what's being brought to us, brought to the forefront, is a new discovery and understanding. And that has to do with Odin and the nine realms. Today, we're gonna talk Norway, we're gonna talk Norse. We're going to talk gods. We're going to talk mystic. We're going to talk healers. And for those of you out there, we have got hot off the press her new deck, these fabulous oracle cards, the Odin and Nine Realms Oracle. It's a 54-card set. She has been the mastermind of this, and the energy of those Norse gods are now moving forward. Sonia great to have you.
0: Thank you so much. It's
2: great to be back. So I'm not kidding when I say that Hollywood completely elevated the the notion of the Norse God. Not not that they had needed any elevation but in terms of our consciousness even if it is through a comic book character Mm -hmm. you know people Mm -hmm. all of a sudden understand from their perspective or have a sense of these gods, the Norse realms. I mean the whole thing, right?
0: Right. Uh, but but look at but look at it from the spiritual perspective. Yeah. I feel very strongly that the Norse gods are coming back. They want to be back. They communicated this whole deck to me and said this is a way for you to help us come back. And for heaven's sakes, Hollywood has you know put it in giant form in front of us saying yes let's bring let's ask the gods to come back so it's it, to me it's it's incredible i mean i i watched the show the vikings and it's like mm-hmm. yeah this is what this is the interaction this is the that they used to walk amongst the people disguised as humans they used to really influence their lives and we you know a long time ago the scandinavian countries were incredibly christianized and anything about norse mythology and paganism was completely wiped out yeah
2: i mean i love i was reading your introduction to the the uh the the guidebook that comes with the cards right and so everybody's got their favorite stories right i mean i got interested in this because my best friend you know, her dad was born in Norway, so I've mm-hmm. been introduced to this culture. Uh, everything from eating fish—I can't pronounce the name of
0: right—thank uh, you,
2: <laughs> thank you—to uh, this fabulous Norwegian bread that I helped him make. You mm-hmm. know, julekaka, yep. right? To the, uh. to to being able to say things in Norwegian that I don't even understand. <laughs> but I learned a different energy. And mm-hmm. what I learned from this man, her father, was unlike anything that I mm-hmm. experienced growing mm-hmm. up as a kid. I mean, her family took me in. So I want to talk right. about this because he, to me, is like Odin in so many mm-hmm. ways. I mean, mm-hmm. he actually looks like him, right? I mean, <laughs> tall, tall guy, beautiful, mm-hmm. whitish hair. I mean, honestly, right? right. Blue eyes, the whole thing. Right. But what I learned from this man and about life
1: mm-hmm.
2: and about how to live life, it can't—you can't describe it. Right. And I think that's what you're doing here. And I think there's a reason they want to come back. What do you think? Why do they want to come back? What's your sense?
0: Well, from what they told me, we are moving into a time where a lot of things are going to shift and in in my other books that i've written particularly spirit traveler i talk about how the beginning of this phase of humanity was around 10000 bc of course it was after the fall of atlantis and lemuria which was roughly 12800 and and in this time these huge portals opened up and signaled you know the heavens the, the galaxy and beyond that it was time for a new phase of humanity. And this is when all the gods came through, including the Pleiadians, which are, they are demigods, but the the Norse gods, the Mayan gods, the Egyptian gods, the Hopi gods, all these different, I I call them, you know, uh, star beings. They are benevolent beings. They're huge. They're, you know, anywhere from 16 to 18 feet tall. They're huge. And they are, energetically as as high and benevolent as the angels and they definitely come here to help humanity shape and form what is you know this phase that we're in now this phase of humanity so we're we're now coming to the end of this phase of humanity and this is not like some doom and gloom. Oh my God, we're all gonna perish. This is simply cyclically the end of this phase that's coming up. That's why so many of the babies being born today are star seeds. They've never incarnated to earth. They don't have multiple, you know, incarnations here on this planet. They come from elsewhere. And so they're getting ready to, you know, grab the baton from us who have been reincarnating for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes, um, and they're going to carry on. And that's when the gods are going to be coming through again and helping to shape this next phase. And the Norse gods have told me it's it's time, that they, are, they need to return. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I mean, I totally love it. I love mm-hmm. that you're doing this. And you know there's an energy that, of course, they're talking to you about this. But there's an energy... Uh, worldwide that says we are in need of a gigantic, Mm -hmm. ancient, forceful, so let's talk about this, forceful energy. And the reason Mm -hmm. I'm saying that is out of all of the, okay, comic books, but out of all of the the gods slash goddesses, some of them have been made out to be uh, uh, how should I say it, uh, altruistic in, in a yeah. sense, right? Yeah. I right. mean, even, even the evil version of Superman, if we think about comic books, right? Yeah. But when it comes to the Norse gods, there's an interesting energy about them. Mm-hmm. It, there's a fierceness, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. want to talk to you about that because I've gone through the cards and I got to tell you, I opened up the card deck and I got to tell you, <laughs> Uh, I opened up the card deck and five cards fell out. <laughs> five good. cards. Good. good? I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I don't know about if these five cards are good, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm, we're going to talk about it. Um, okay.
0: But well, this, let, is let me, a t- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me just talk to you about, you know, yeah. I, see, I see, I was born this way. I was born with, you know, being able to see, hear, smell, feel, and sometimes weirdly taste everything in the unseen world. Uh-huh. So I see and communicate with, with all the, the demigods. I have gone to Mayan ruins and communicated with the Mayan gods. I communicate with the Hopi gods, the Egyptian gods, you know, wherever I go, it's like I am dialed in. And so seeing the Norse gods, having them take me into the nine realms and experience this vast you know like incredibly multi-dimensional world that exists within egressile the tree of life was spectacular i am have goosebumps telling mm. you about it because what i did experience is a a kind of it's like the natural world it's the world that we've gotten so far from and people reconnect with it when they go camping or they're on a trail hiking in the woods and suddenly their whole body like dials into earth energy. And that's what so many of the gods, you know, particularly I'm gonna talk about the Norse gods are connected to is how to access and go into these different realms of energy, particularly the earth, cause we're here on the earth and access that and and it's it's the most to me it's the most powerful piece of medicine any of us can take in and that is that earth energy yeah you know look this
2: is so important in our <laughs> everyday lives because when i think about this, this there is a sense an energy of hopelessness now I, didn't, mm-hmm. I can't talk for the rest of the world, but I'm just saying, like right here in the United States, mm-hmm. there's a sense of hopelessness. But at the same time, Sonia, uh, Sonia Grace, joining me here today, there's also this sense of it's never been better. It's a really interesting uh, dichotomy for me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and yet there there is this huge energy. I mean, the moon is in Virgo and somebody just said to me, read the thing about the moon in Virgo. And, and I, of course, Linda's a triple Virgo. So, and I think Linda is the one that sent it to me, but I'm reading what it says. And the the bigness of the abundance opportunities I think is daunting. And when I think about that, I think about Norse energy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing small in my my view of it. And there's nothing mediocre about the nine realms. Can we talk about the realms for a moment?
0: Yeah, they're, they're, they're incredible. And there's things that exist in the nine realms that we are so far disconnected from, but oddly uh, trying to reconnect. For example... Uh, just, you know, the, the the pursuit of giants. Well, of course, giants existed on Earth. It was more around 800,000 BC, but they, there's huge, huge discoveries being made of giant skeletal remains here on Earth. And these, you know, these different realms, I mean, elves, dwarves, you know, all the things that exist the, the, uh, we we're fascinated with, but we don't know why. And it's because we have amnesia every time we get reborn into a lifetime here on Earth. And we forget where we came from. We forget why we're here. So, yes, there's there's a lot that we're connected to through the realms. And I find that most, most uh, understood, perhaps, is Asgard because it is sort of this higher, <laughs> this higher realm where the gods live. Mm-hmm. Um, I did relate it in my book to heaven because people can relate to heaven. It's where people's minds are at today. It, uh, perhaps if we were back in time, heaven wouldn't be the word that's used. But Asgard is where the, the gods live. Midgard is where we all live. It's here. It's earth. Uh Vanenheim, is the home of the veneer. This is the the group that's all about fertility. They're very magical. Uh, it's led by Freya and Freyr. They've got you know a lot to do with bringing fertility to the people. Uh, the Jotunheimer is uh, the Jotunheim is the is the world of giants, and the giants were. A major part in Norse mythology. They interacted with the yeah. gods all the time, and there was this big thing about, you know, you weren't really supposed to sleep with the giants, but everybody did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was really <laughs> funny. Yeah, and then of course there's the world of, you know, the frost giants, Niflheim. Uh, the there's Mispelheim, the fire, the fire giants. That's really interesting. Uh, place because it has everything to do with total creation and total destruction, and then of course there's alfenheim the elves, and there's Nidavell, Nidavell, which is the dwarves and the golden hall, and there's and there's the realm of hell, and it's H-E-L, it's not H-E-double-L, right, right, and right, and it's it is the place of the dead, and the goddess Hell lives there, um, you know she she is one of Loki's children, and because of Marvel. We believe that Loki is the son of Odin, but Loki is actually no, the son right. of giants. And right. he is a he's a giant. Right. And, you know,
2: this is really and, and it, I'm so glad you're talking about, you know, like me, what mm-hmm. Hollywood did, because I do believe. So this is my little theory. And then I want to mm-hmm. talk about the cards. I, I think that we get to be as humans. We take the energy that wants to come forth. And whether it's a Hollywood or it's through our discoveries in science or our discoveries in humanity, we bring Mm -hmm. those forward in a time that needs to be brought forward, right? Exactly, exactly. And so I don't think there's a mistake about the Hollywood version of this and why that particular universe, as opposed to the DC universe, is so Mm -hmm. popular with humanity today, right? Right. Very popular. Um,
0: but but for, for me for me I I really I, I agree with you wholeheartedly but I also wanted this yeah you know this Norse mythology to be as authentic as it is known in history what's recorded but like my book Spirit Traveler I wanted to add and this is what the gods said to me this is what they're telling me. This is what I know about them. And I did use all the old Norse words for mm. the gods. I did not use the current words. I don't like mm-hmm. sort of spoon feeding things to people. Okay, mm-hmm. this is the crystal card and this is the rainbow card. It's like <laughs> I wanted people to engage their minds and learn something about Norse mythology, try to say these words or you know, or learn how to speak the words as best that they can because I think we all need to be challenged mm-hmm. from now and again and, and you know, expand our, our consciousness about things. I, and I love that you did that because there's mm-hmm. there's an uh, essence
2: of authenticity that's so important. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the cards for a minute. Um, okay. and, and, and I want to talk about them in a couple of ways. As usual, uh, they're beautiful, uh, but Thank they're you. more than beautiful. They're powerful. You know, a lot of cards come through and they're, let's just call them pretty. Mm-hmm. These are symbolically powerful as well. Um, and I'm also struck again by, you know, you giving us a way to either do a card spread. or But most importantly, the one that I was drawn to was the nine realm spread in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about this because I told you a little bit that what happened to me was i got ready for the show and five cards Mm -hmm. literally dropped Mm -hmm. to the floor and i kept them out i i I didn't put them back because i wanted to talk to you about it but i also wanted our listeners to hear how they're used right right and to hear right and so i have five of them and you know there's a four directions for it but i went ahead and I picked four others for this. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to I want to have our listeners experience how this works, how the deck works and what the meaning is. But also, Benny, before we go to break, let's go ahead and give out our one eight hundred number. So I'd like to give away the first deck of cards one 800 um, Before break, Sonia, how can people get a, get their own deck? How can they find out more about you? Let's do that, and then we'll go to a quick break.
0: Okay. Well, my website is Sonia, S-O-N-J-A, Grace, G-R-A-C-E.com. You can uh, find out all about me and retreats and sessions with me, whatever. Uh, The publisher of of this beautiful deck is Findhorn Press and Inner Traditions, and you can visit their sites as well, and you can go to Amazon and get it.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Let's take a short break, Benny. When we come back, not only do we have a way to work with the cards, but there is a success spread, you know, a Celtic cross spread. There is a cycle spread. I've never seen so many ways to really look at these and work with the guidance here. It's just incredible. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I want to hear what Sonia has to say about the five cards that literally jumped out (laughs) of the deck and miraculously ended up off to the side altogether. Who knows? Let's take a short break. Benny, we'll be right back. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go to ignite the life you deserve. Visit GetRootedRadio.com and tune in.
1: This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings
2: present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger? on the other hand might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling,
1: and a strong desire to yell. (laughs) The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. That's EmpoweringNRG.com. Has your buzz for life buzzed off? Feeling ignored, invisible, and wondering if this is really all there is? The years go by faster as we gain momentum. You're halfway there. Are you gathering speed or puttering out? Hit your stride for the liberating half of life. Comfortable in your skin? You can do better than that. Tune in to Discovering You Again Radio every fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as host Susan Axelrod encourages listeners to decide what they want, get inspired to action, and face challenges head on. Host Susan Axelrod pulls no punches, encouraging you to grab the brass ring and soar. For more information about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com.
2: Hey, everybody, like it's so fun. Look, uh, what I want to say to everybody is I have Sonya here, Sonya Grace, and we are sharing with all of you her new beautiful deck of oracle cards. They're open in the Nine Realms. And one of the things that I love about this is it's one thing for us to talk about them, but it's not, wow, that's interesting out there. I just was, I have two crows visit, visiting me, they're gigantic. <laughs> Um, but the other thing is to actually walk through this so you could see how they work. And so what, Sonia, you were talking about with our listeners, this is a way to actually have a demonstration of it. And, and Benny, as I said before, we're giving away uh, decks of the cards, 1-800-930-2819. Sonia, I told you that five of them popped out, and I didn't look at them. They were all face down. I picked them up. And then I picked Four more for the nine realms. All right. So what are we? What are we going to do? What do we do?
0: Well, we're going to go through um, the, you know, the actual layout of the nine realms and <clears throat> go through the cards that you've drawn. So the first card represents the realm of hell. What do you need to learn from this spirit realm, the resting place of the souls of your ancestors? Uh, remember, the Norse version of hell is not the Christian version of hell. So what, what card did you pick as the first card? Odin, Odin. Okay. So Odin is, you know, the most powerful of the Norse gods. He's the ruler of Asgard and husband to Frigg. Odin understands the nine realms and the true nature of humankind for whom earthbound experience is measured through the duality of good and evil, right and wrong. The duality is what prevents us from finding inner peace. Odin wanders between the nine realms. He believes in the truth inherent in each person's soul. This card is about picking a side and Odin's beliefs belief, belief that it is best to be centered, standing in the middle, and choosing observation over judgment. Go within and find your center. Release your attachment to either side. Meditate. You will discover the journey you long for is within. And I believe that that first card being related to hell is more how you personally view your ancestors and how it's important for you to stand in the middle and be the observer.
2: Mm. Yeah, and it's really Mm -hmm. interesting because I'm starting to really look at that now um, mm-hmm. in, in a number of different ways. Um, and so for those of you just tuning in, Sonia Grace is joining me here today. And I do have this fabulous deck of cards here. And, uh, just so you know, it's Odin and the nine realms, the Oracle. Uh, and as we said before, you can find out about Sonia by going to her website, soniagrace.com and it's Sonia S-O-N jagrace.com and we're actually going through a demonstration of perhaps one of the spreads in the deck just so you know there are many in this deck um, and mm-hmm. we're going through the nine realms we may or may not get through all of them um, but let's go to the second realm and I, apparently mm-hmm. I picked what what I didn't know we didn't talk about this but there are also rune calls cards in the deck mm-hmm. there's four there's
0: four groups there's the gods there's magic, there's the ruins, and there's the realms. So there's four sections. And this second card is about uh, Nidvalor, which is the where the dwarves live. What do they have to teach you? Um, is there time for you to learn something new? And you pulled the card. Is it Oadhal? You pulled yep. Oadhal, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so this is the Ruin of Inheritance. It is the sacred bond between family and clans. Property is involved in the interpretation of this rune. Once we lived tribally, moving around in search of water, fertile soil, and a good climate, and honoring the mysteries of each clan. The land was never owned. It was simply lived upon. This rune indicates a sacred union of your ancestral background and the truth of who you are today. As you integrate what your ancestors have passed down to you, you may also need to let some part of you go. In today's world, families move apart, clans disperse, and a sacred knowledge is lost. So by drawing this card, Odhall is encouraging you to find your family and reconnect. Mend what has been lost in the past and regain the spiritual inheritance that connects you to your ancestors. Sometimes we need to release who we think we are to get to the root of who we truly are. The inheritance could be in the form of money, land, or possessions. And in relationship to where this card is, you know, you're, the dwarves are teaching you something really powerful, that you mm-hmm. are connected, you are connected to the land, and maybe there are some things you need to let go of, but they're teaching you this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is fascinating, too, because I think, you know, what part of we're discovering is, you know, uh, for for my family, on my mother's side, especially is, you know, this interesting idea that my grandfather was actually born in Brazil. And so there is Mm. part of this. I mean, it hasn't really had an energy for me. It was Mm -hmm. more like it was more like, wow, that's interesting. I really want to learn more. Um,
1: Right.
2: Yeah. And and so I looked at that. Um, the third card uh, apparently is also a, a Ruin card, right? Dagaz mm-hmm. or
0: Dagaz? Dagaz. You yeah. Drew, yeah, you drew yeah. Dagaz. And the third card represents in the spread Alphenheimer, which is the home of the light elves. In this realm, the balance of light and dark is maintained. What do you need to learn from duality? And the mm-hmm. card you chose, Dagaz, is Breakthrough Polarity Observation. Dagaz represents the breakthrough for which you have been waiting. It requires total trust for you may be called to take a leap of faith. Yeah. The polarities of light and dark and good and bad play a role in this transformation. Observe both sides and release what holds you back. Observation of duality allows for total change. Your breakthrough may be so complete that you feel as if you have made such a radical transformation. You do not recognize the person you are becoming. Trust that the light you seek is always on hand and darkness is nothing more than space devoid of light than space devoid of light. This ruin indicates a period when your achievements are recognized and prosperity follows. Mm. I repeated myself so that everyone could really hear that line.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And what is the significance as it, it appears in the third realm?
0: Well it it is the it, it, this is the realm of balance of light and dark and here the card itself speaks of duality. Yeah. So to me it is it's it's a matter of calling on the light elves, you know, asking them to guide you to help you to maintain your center and to observe because whatever breakthrough Uh, you know, total transformation you're going through, you're going to need a lot of observation. Yeah. Transformation doesn't always mean it's an easy peasy ride. You know, sometimes we we go through some things that really push us. And the more we can stay in the center and observe it, the better um, will fare the transformation.
2: Yeah, the thing that I picked up from this as you're reading it and I related to it immediately is the leap of faith. I mean, yes, there, you yes. get to different points in a journey and you know, this is without judgment for me, for all of you listening. You know, I don't really look at the notion of a journey and say, "Oh my gosh, you're on the you're on the precipice of a major breakthrough. You mm-hmm. know, for me, it's it hasn't been like that. It's, sometimes it's been little steps. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's been, my gosh, I need to get a job, right? <laughs> uh, right. You know, my God, dang, dang, girl, you're homeless. You know, you need to sell yeah. something, make some money or beg for mm-hmm. it. And I did all three. And, yes. you know, but other times it's bigger than that. It's like mm-hmm. putting a foot in the sand and saying, I'm not gonna implement that corporate program. It's not yeah. fair. It's actually borderline illegal. And right. I'm willing to step away from a, an executive position and a 25 year career, and mm-hmm. I've done that. And yeah. I think for me now, this is a time of leap of faith. When there are things around me that look like they're in the middle of a major transfer. Let me give you an example. Like we discovered our current programmer literally wasn't building what we wanted, not our current program or a new program or a current program Mm -hmm. is great, wasn't building what we wanted. But more importantly, we discovered he bid on our project and couldn't finish it. He didn't know how to finish it. Right. And, you know, you get to that point where you ask yourself, you know, is this something that we need to do? Well, the answer is, of course it is. But Mm -hmm. you have to take a leap of faith. In in what you do next and how you do it mm-hmm. and where you go with that. I mean, it's never been well, clearer to us before that about what we're building and why it's so important. It's never been clearer to us
0: that this and, is important. Right. Right. Exactly. And and the the realm of the light elves, is reminding you and your listeners mm-hmm. that that. <laughs> that no matter what we go through transformational wise mm-hmm. be it slight or a lot or major we always need to be focused and turning yeah. towards the light yeah that there's a lot of things that we experience in our shadow selves that will equally transform us yeah but returning to that place of light where to me the the realm of Alphenheim is 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 so important yeah, well, you know, I love these.
2: I can't wait. I'm. I know we're not going to get through them all, but let's talk about the fourth. Uh, ing, mm-hmm. ing is the fourth, and I was reading about that. You, you know, right. uh, You know, like here, ready? Newsflash: new beginnings, relationships, right. fertility. <laughs>
0: Right. And it's in the realm of Muspelheim, which is the home of the fire giants. Oh, man. Fire is a total sacred element. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what does the fire have to teach you? I mean, it is the beginning. This realm is the beginning of creation and the end of, of all things. So it's everything. Yep. And you getting this card, fertility and harvest. I mean, this is all about you. Uh, really, to me, planting seeds and becoming very fertile in what you're about to do and embark upon.
2: Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, for when I think about these, and I'm going to spend much more time with them, but I'm looking at all nine as they're laid out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't have the space to lay them out all across. So I had to lay, you know, the row of five and then the four on top. Um, And and it was fascinating because out of everything that I put out here, on the bottom five, the first card is Odin. The fifth card is Freya. And I was really captivated with three runes in between them. And so the fifth card is Freya, and it's in the Mm -hmm. fifth realm. Mm -hmm. And we know Mm -hmm. Freya a little bit, you know, from, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, the Hollywood version of things. Um, Right. But this is an interesting uh, uh, card and an interesting god, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah, because Fre- Freya's a she's all about love. Mm-hmm. She's a heavy hitter. She's a part of the uh, a veneer. She's she's in a group of demigods that represent fertility. You know, she she excuse my friend, She is one badass goddess, mm-hmm. and she is all about love and really really um, just blasting through everything with this powerful i mean she's a she knows Sierra, she knows the magic she's she is like a a female shaman she's very uh you know she's very very um uh heavy hitting and for you to get her in the realm of niflheim which is the mist and all of the things the shadow side it's almost like yeah, you're going to lift the veil and you're going to cut through all this stuff that you see with your love. That's your power yeah. up there. Yeah. And it really speaks out of you personally. I saw that before we started the show. I kept getting the message from my guides that you are ready to completely make this. And it's t- it's totally spiritual that it will, it will be affected in your daily life. This transformation of Of sort of understanding something at a soul level that's now coming to fruition and it's big i mean i i can't tell you how strong that message was before we even started the show Mm. yeah and
2: you know it's funny that we're talking about this because i i feel it too and especially in my moments of doubt i'm Mm -hmm. human right Mm -hmm. and you know i i and yet at the same time there i can see a vision for something that's not yet done, but it's fascinating because we were joking in the last hour. I was reading about Freya and, I, and, and 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 it says that you know here here she goes right. She's got mm-hmm. she rides in on a carriage uh, mm-hmm. that has these cats C A T cats, and so Tracy Clark and I were joking in the last hour because we start the show and there's her cat, and this happens all the time. You get any host that has any kind of cat in their house, we start doing the show, and the cat shows up. Now, I am not a, quote, cat person, and Mm -hmm. yet, when I was doing my dissertation, the cat two two houses down adopted me and would come in during the day and sit on my computer Mm -hmm. as I'm doing this research work. And mm-hmm. it's fascinating because I had no way to explain this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I have no way to explain it. But what I love about this is it allows us to really look deeply at our lives and what mm-hmm. these are powerful, uh, Sonia. These are really Thank you. I mean, you've done you've done cards, but these cards in particular, um, have a very powerful energy maybe it's just me but they really do
0: you know dr pat i spend every day from eight o'clock in the morning until sometimes eight o'clock at night um Mm -hmm. working on people i am a healer i work on people all over the world singapore australia new zealand europe i mean all over i have clients and i go in and repair hearts and tissue and livers and spleens Mm -hmm. and i work on kidneys and yeah. You know, you name it, I've worked on it. And when you spend that much time, first of all, you know, I'm I'm spirit traveling, so I'm like defying time and space and putting myself in front of these people to work on them. But secondly, I you know, I wanted to bring in something that would help people when I'm not able to be with them on the phone. And yeah. this is such a great tool. And, and, and that's what the Norse gods told me. They said, you know, this is a way for people to heal. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you, it's really for me. It is.
2: You can feel it. Um, let's talk about the sixth card, Asgard. Mm-hmm. Sixth yes.
0: realm, Asgard, Jotunheim. This is the land of the giants. Mm. These ancient beings have wisdom, wisdom far beyond the realms. And you chose Asgard, which is like where the gods live. Yeah. So you know, this to me is a in interpreting the card in this spot. This is the, the connection that the gods have to the giants. The Asgard card is the home of the Norse gods. There are two tribes, the Azir who dwell in Asgard and the Vanir who live in Vanaheim. Asgard is a fortress in the sky and connected by a rainbow bridge known as Bilrust to Midgard, the home of human civilization. Asgard a world into its own is a place of beauty with trees and a river and large castle that is home to the Azir. And to to, to go into what this card actually means, mm-hmm. choosing this card is is a way for you to understand that Asgard has a message for you. Things are not always as they appear. Yeah. And they and the reality you live in is not always you know, (laughs) what everybody else is seeing. Choose (laughs) ceremony or ritual to alter your consciousness and enter another realm. Mm -hmm. Asgard is a benevolent place, symbolic in higher consciousness. You've been called upon to align yourself with the highest order of the gods. The Azir are instructing you to handle your life with grace and care. Mm -hmm. Show reverence because you may be chosen for a divine encounter. Your earthbound experience of this card recognizes the gods are among us. And you know this is in the land of the giants and I, I can't think of a wiser more amazing uh, group of beings to uh, assimilate what Asgard really means.
2: Yeah, and, they, and you know we see pick. that, right? We see yeah. them as that too.
0: But the the giants and the gods fought a lot as much as they yeah, yeah. you know got together and had a great time it was a very interesting relationship. So I would keep that in mind as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so, the, you know, as I look at the, I
2: mean, they're, they're just striking as I'm looking up. And mm-hmm. so when we go into the seventh realm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Alzheimer,
0: you picked the card, Alzheimer. Yes. Alzheimer. And this card represents, uh, vanaheim which is the place of the veneer it's the it's the realm of the gods who represent fertility they govern love relationships and fertility look to all matters of the heart mm-hmm. well, you pick the you pick the realm of the elves this is the the elves are luminous demigods considered more beautiful than the sun they are very powerful and have influenced the earth for centuries their world is illuminated by a bright light that causes everything to glow. The elves are tall, slender, and have a serious presence that pierces through the darkness of places. If you draw this card, you are blessed with an abundance of good health and fertility. If you are dealing with a health issue that requires medical attention, the elves and frere offer their doctoring and care. You are in good hands and will be blessed. Mm and wow. all of this was in the realm of fertility again the veneer so you you totally matched up <laughs> <laughs> you matched up your your you know your your realm and your card
2: wow yeah. uh, so this next so, card i got to tell you i was drawn to it even before i knew it and i don't know why i think it's the symbol on it Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, uh, we, have got two more these are fascinating. These two are right neck and neck together. They're next to each other. And, you know, this card, I believe is either a red or an orange red. So I related to it. So the next card is soul, right? Mm-hmm. And Which that's rep- in the eighth realm. Mm-hmm. And then
0: ninth realm is Loki. hmm So the eighth, eighth realm represents in this particular spread, it represents Midgard. It's the home to the humans. And it's literally about what you know, down to earth. What do you need to take care of? And you drew the card of the sun, the solar wheel. The Norse believed the sun was drawn across the sky by mighty steeds. You know, you your whole message here is about encouraging you as a spiritual warrior to let the light in and, and illuminate a part of yourself that needs to heal. Right here in Midgard, in Earth. There is no Reversed position. So it's a reminder that when things are going well, to remain humble and recognize yeah. the sun gives us life. Yeah. Although the sun is being pulled across the sky, it's important to remember there are always wolves in pursuit. Okay. And your eighth card or your ninth card, the final card represents Asgard. Ask, ask the gods what their message is for you. And you literally picked one of the gods, which is Loki. And Loki is a direct message about your life and how you're integrating all of who you are into your reality. Loki encourages us to take another look at the illusion and what prevents, excuse me, and what we present versus what is our truth. That's a really, really important message at the end of this reading because it tells you that much of what's going on around you, all this stuff that you're figuring out is very much a part of the illusion. And how deep do you want to go? Because Loki's gonna make you go really deep into this illusion to discover what your truth is.
2: Mm-hmm. I am in the middle of that now. I mean, mm-hmm. more so than I've ever been before because you know, for a lot of years, um i i've done the dr pat show 15 years right and of course Mm -hmm. the network has a 10-year anniversary next year and the launch of some new channels but amongst this i wake up one day and i say to both jessica and linda i want to launch a new show it's a different show Mm -hmm. um it's a show that really talks about world issues and you know it's really it's not different than the Dr. Pat show, but we talk about things that are really taken right from the headlines. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He, and so the show was launched in a beta about a month ago. We're moving it to a different time slot and it's called power up with Dr. Pat. Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating to, to, to really hear um uh, why are you do why are you launching another show i mean Mm -hmm. you know you're you're doing the dr pat show you know why do you want it the why question and of course the answer is i don't know why i just Mm -hmm. know this is something i need to do Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: there will be an evolution of this show um and we're going to be can i yeah go ahead
0: can i tell you why yeah please i didn't have an answer for anybody (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay. So when the Mayan calendar came to an end, we moved from the fourth dimension into the fifth dimension. We are in the fifth dimension. We're in it. We're not leaving it. We're here to stay. And people over the last several years have gone through all kinds of weird, sort of adjustments like oh god I have ringing in my ears and why does my neck hurt and I might I have weird tailbone pain everybody's had to adjust (laughs) their energy to this higher frequency which is now the fifth dimension we've got more ETs and all kinds of UFO sightings there's portals opening up all over (laughs) the planet I mean we seriously have things are changing and to me as these things change what I've learned and what I've been told by my guides and all the beings that help me is we swim in the soup called duality. That's how we measure everything is through dualism. And we measure outside of ourselves. We look at something on TV and we go, oh, that's really bad. You know, we see the, our, our friend's baby. Oh, that's so good. She's so cute. We, we measure outside of ourselves all the time. And this system duality is, is literally splitting apart. We are not going to be in dualism in a 100 years. And that's hard. That's a yeah. hard concept for people to understand. But we have an inner measuring system in our soul body that we innately know what is good or bad, right or wrong for us. Mm-hmm. And we have to get back to doing the inner work. We have to go in and heal and work or with all of the emotional wounds, the karmic stuff, everything. And I—that's—that is my work daily—is helping people to get at these things that we are not fully addressing and understanding that this is what's causing illness in the body. This is what's causing—you know—this pattern, this cycle, is causing you to have—you know—the same kind of relationship over and over again. So when we can address that and find that place inside our soul body. Where we are in a state of inner peace, then we can observe duality splitting apart. It's not going to take us in one direction or another. And I believe that's why you're doing this new show, is because you are looking for the center line between, oh my God, did you hear that? And <laughs> oh, look at that. You know, that's incredible. You're looking for that center line. Okay, I want to deliver this news. From this spiritual place, but I want to be in the center line with it. Yeah. And I, I applaud you. This is exactly what that reading was about, and I'm so glad we got to read those cards for you, because I think it's very, very important that you, Dr. Pat, you are doing this. You mm-hmm. know, like move over, Rachel Maddow. I mean, this is big, and I think <laughs> you, I think you really need to be doing this. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for saying
2: that, because I I really looked at this from a real common sense issue, you Mm -hmm. know, for a lot of things that we talk about on the show, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think what struck me about it is, as I watch a lot of the shows, I woke up and I I just said, oh, my gosh, they're not Mm -hmm. like talking to like real people, you you know, And, and I have that awakening When I was listening to somebody, I think it was Kamala Harris, talk about social security. And Mm -hmm. I sent her an email and Mm -hmm. I basically said, let me just tell you something. You need to talk to people that have social security because almost all of us have supplemental insurance. So you're just not getting it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's fascinating. I found that. But let me leave you with this. And before I do. (laughs) Please let folks know how they can get the cards and the three boxes. Thank you for the the three decks because they went in a hot second.
0: Oh, good, good. Well, yes. Please go to my website, Sonia S O N J A Grace G R A C E dot com. You can message me there. You can use my online calendar. Sign up for an appointment. I am booked out six months, so I'm booking. uh, I think December and primarily January now. Yeah. Um, I, numerous events I've got a great meditation retreat coming up in Molokai the island oh. of Molokai and Hawaii <gasps> no when, yeah. when? Time.
2: Molokai oh I got, I'm running out of time but I yeah. Molokai I had a spiritual awakening on Molokai Yep. OMG it's
0: my, yeah it's really I've got, I've got four spots left so <sighs> get on it if you want to get to this retreat um, it, there numerous places you can find me I'm on Instagram you know Twitter all of it but uh, you can order the cards through my website through Amazon through Inner Traditions through Findhorn Press uh, many ways oh. to get the 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 deck of cards and It was so lovely to get to talk with you. I
2: I have to have you come back because as you're speaking about this, a hummingbird tried to get (laughs) through my (laughs) 10-foot glass door, literally ran into it. Uh, Sonia, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for all that you you do. Um, For those of you out there, if you've missed any part of this, please go back. It'll play again tonight. This is Sonia Grace. uh, And please go to the website, soniagrace.com. And it's S-O-N-J-A grace.com benny thank you for doing what you do and to all of you out there you know you are the best we'll see you next time
1: the preceding audio was via a skype call